So how do you make the most of a mammoth occasion like an ad in the Super Bowl? Well, that's exactly what we're covering today. Before we do that, let's catch some of that ad right now. Good night! Hey, corporate types, would you stop calling each other rock stars? You're a rock star. You are a rock star. Rock stars, please. Yeah, I love that stuff. It's brilliant. Love watching it again. It's great, isn't it? It really is. It makes me chuckle every time. Um, well, look, we'll show a bit more about more of that later on. Um, before we do, before we have more chat, let's uh, just dive straight into a bit good about yourself, Ashley. Nice. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining in. My name is Ashley Walls. I am the digital talent marketing manager here at Workday. I've been with Workday for about two and a half years, and uh, my current remit includes all things content marketing for the talent brand and marketing team. So showcasing what it's like to work at Workday from a top-down view. So that's everything from overall culture, benefits, um, workmate stories, a day in the life, skills, the list goes on. But anything content is within my umbrella and telling the story of what it's like to work at Workday. Brilliant. Look, I'm always super happy when I hear someone mention content marketing in their in their job role that's like really really great great to see um and so see back in february as, as we were saying just kind of in our green room chat that's feels like a long long time ago and it is getting that way but back in february obviously you know super bowl is such a massive us occasion but you know certainly super bowl ads definitely capture a lot of attention you know certainly in in in, in the marketing world outside of the usa and then um, I remember you guys, the workday, dropping the the ad. I didn't see it during the Super Bowl, but I remember seeing it on LinkedIn. I think you know soon soon afterwards, and um, I thought it was just brilliant. You know, this thing taking the whole thing about you know this this corporate cliche of rock star, and absolutely, you know, knocking it about, smashing it up, and and really having a bit of fun with it as well. So. So um, I thought, oh, look, I just, just would love to get someone in to talk about it. And I think I was at Wreckfest, the UK version. I know Wreckfest has happened recently in, in Nashville for the first time. Um, and um, I remember I bumped into Stuart and um, told him about it, saying how much I love the ad. And he goes, yeah, I'd love to be on, on the podcast and they're just the person to talk to. So that person is, is you, Ashley. So um, let's, let's start off with, with, I suppose, tell us a bit. Tell us a bit about the ad, and then let's then talk about you know, how you went about kind of leveraging it because it's not something that came obviously directly from the you know from the talent marketing team, but it's certainly something that you guys knew about and you were you you tapped into. Yeah, absolutely. We can definitely talk about the the partnership that happened there. So, um, in terms of the pl the planning and and the theme creation and what went into identifying like the the awesome cameos that came about uh, as part of the the commercial. Um, I can't take credit for that. I have to credit our, our corporate marketing team. They really did knock it out of the park. And I will say that was a huge win for Workday because we had not ever done a Super Bowl commercial before. And in order to do it, we needed to we needed to do it well. Um, so I will accredit them with with the execution and and planning and identifying the right people and, and the tone right. Um, especially in the, in the talent acquisition space, using the term rock star is like the big no-no is probably an understatement uh, in selling it. Like anyone who references a rock star in terms of anything with a, a work day, pun not intended, is like, ah, like we've heard it a few times. It's awful, right? 
it's definitely high up there in the in the buzzword bingo, isn't it? Really, as, yeah. as we call it. Yeah. So I did appreciate that workday. Um, you know, did a nod to to that being such an awful buzzword to use. Um, but the talent brand and marketing team was was looped into the conversation a few months before a launch. Um, and and this was it was a result of strengthening our partnership with corporate marketing and social media. Um, and I'll I'll talk a little bit about that today. Uh, but that happened over some time. So building that rapport with the team, being able to connect the dots of our business value and how that partners with their business value, how we can support them and how they can support us. That was the bigger conversation that happened at play. But it was really great to be able to have a seat at the table and say, here's how we can provide value and support. But also, hey, we are trying to hire talent and this is going to be a major opportunity for us to drive traffic to our career site, get the word out about Workday as a company. Um, I know from personal experience in previous roles, um, previous lives, I've seen Super Bowl commercials and I'm like, I want to work there. Like, what does this job look like? And I go look at their career site. Um, and so we were really looking to capitalize on, on the inevitable. And that was what was going to happen, which was people going to our website, people going to our social media accounts and checking out what was happening. So the, the big thing at play in terms of, of being able to take advantage of what the corporate marketing team was doing was that partnership. What did that look like in terms of kind of actual kind of functional operational things that, that made it made it easy to be you know tied together on that? Yeah, um, the, the biggest thing was that the corporate marketing team, again, gave us insight into what their plans were in terms of pre-event leading up to the event, the Super Bowl being the event. Um, during what were their activities going to be during the event while the game was going on and then post-event, what were they doing from a marketing perspective and, and they are B2B. So what was their content looking like? How were they going to continue the momentum following the Super Bowl commercial? And they presented that to, to me and said like, here's what our team is doing. And I'm looking at the content and I'm saying, okay, I see that you are, for example, posting about real rock stars in the workplace. I would like to take advantage of that and do a play on the fact that we have workmates and we are all rock stars, but we're more than that, right? We're, we're marketers, we're software engineers, we're parents, we're caregivers, we're painters. We are literal rock stars. We have a whole team of musicians that get together as work clubs, as we call it. So it was really just them giving me the visibility and me taking that and saying, how can we put a spin on it for talent branded marketing. There's there's always this dotted line with all of the content that we're producing as a company. So how do we connect the dots between the two? So um, it was just getting visibility into their strategy and then taking that and saying, how do we capitalize on that? And how do we look at what they're doing pre-Super Bowl and the teasers leading up to it? Do we reshare it? Do we start engaging with people who are part of the conversation during the event? We have a hashtag. Most Super Bowl commercials will leverage a hashtag so that people can continue the conversation after they've seen the commercial itself. How do we capitalize on that? Let's go in and start doing some social listening ourselves. Let Workday Life is what we call ourselves on social media from a talent brand and marketing perspective. How do we be part of the conversation? So I started engaging with people talking about Workday um, from a careers perspective and then post-event. How do we start driving people to things like our career site? Um, and again, capitalizing on the momentum of people just talking about Workday. I love it. And it's, look, it's great that also, that, you know, Super Bowl ads, you know, along with all the other things that, you know, the marketing team are involved in, you know, they could easily just go, not even think, 
not even think about the talent side of things. And um, it's great that they're approaching you. And actually to be, I can just imagine, you know, being in that meeting to kind of hear their ideas and their thinking. And then, you know, straight away, your kind of, your ideas are spinning off that and you're giving feedback is like, is, is really fantastic to, to hear. Um, it's always a bit, you know, to, to have a bit of a joke of some about something like that is you've got it, as you said, you've got to get it right, haven't you? Because that could easily fall flat on its face. And e even with, you know, famous faces having, having a, you know, a not quite on par script or, or just having it directed the wrong way is it's just, there's a danger of just absolutely falling flat on its, its face, but you know, to, to make it funny is like, I thought, yeah, it was absolute, absolute masterstroke. It really, really was. And to have been a fly in the wall of that planning session would have been, would have been awesome in that production meeting. Oh, for sure. And you've got to own it. And I, I think the biggest thing that came out of uh, partnering with the corporate marketing team for, for this particular um, campaign was that, you know, they, they came to, to talent brand and marketing and my team as an FYI, it was like, Hey, this is happening. We want to give you visibility into it in case there's an opportunity for you to leverage it. But at the same time, you know, you, as a talent marketer, I, I don't think you can come with the expectation that they're going to say like, they being corporate marketing, hey, we're, we're going to support you. Tell us what you need. Like, I think you have to come to the table and say, great, I see that you're sharing this blog on this day that is a teaser for the Super Bowl commercial. Can we then follow up and be part of that campaign and create a day in the life of uh, a marketer or a product engineer who's working on a product that we're selling as part of this commercial, right? And so looking at ways that we can, again, connect the dots, but not necessarily ask them to do more work for us, but just say like, let, let us leverage some of your work and move it down the line. I think you're so right. I think it's, you know, there's that thing of, it's, it's easy just to let that opportunities kind of sail past. I don't know, maybe there's a thing about, you know, having that confidence in, in what you know as being the right thing to do or, you know, as being best practice from a talent side of things and actually sharing that with, with corporate marketing. And I think it's sometimes the assumption that maybe, you know, it's a kind of poor cousin to the B2B and the B2C, you know, parts of the business, but it's, you know, it's, it's great to actually, you know, proactively come back with those ideas definitely because that could be easy just being, oh, great, well, Great. We'll just wait to see what happens once the once the ad drops. So, yeah, it's um, there's a lot to say there for about being confident in your own expertise and your ability and how you can see that fitting in with the, with the bigger picture. If you look at our efforts, like what the talent brand and marketing team did, we didn't do anything that is like nothing groundbreaking. We didn't, you know, we didn't have the time or the resources to build a, a talent marketing campaign that had rock stars internally, like as much as that would have been fantastic. We just, we didn't have the time. We didn't have the resources to build and create the content or the resources just at, at that moment. And so it was like, let's think quick on our feet. How can we take advantage of this instead of, of seeing it, you know, pass by us and just saying like, huh, I looked at our metrics and I think I saw an increase. Like we could have done something with that. Um, at the very least, we took advantage of what we could do. And, and even though those things were minimal, like social listening, social engagement, leveraging the hashtag, driving to the career site and leveraging some of the, the, the words, the keywords that we were using in the commercials, again, really minimal, not rocket science, not groundbreaking, not going to win an award for, for content marketing um, innovation, right? But it, it was something that was able to be done 
quickly with no cost and just taking advantage of, of the resources that the corporate marketing team had already set in place for us. Well, look, the simplest things are often the best things anyway, to be honest, you know, maybe adding a, an additional campaign tagging onto that might've been too much actually, you know, so I, you know, it feels like it was pitched, I think just, just right, really. Um, so you had, um, so what kind of impact did you see? And I mean, say you mentioned like traffic to the website, people going there, what, tell us a bit about that then. Yeah. So, um, you know, just, just to take a step back and get a little bit more into detail about what we did do, um, we did increase our workday life presence. So any of the workday life content that was going on our corporate social media accounts, we did um, up our cadence with that before the event because we knew that the corporate social media team was doing teasers. So it was like, okay, they're already upping their cadence. People are going to our website. They're going to our social media channels. Let's capitalize on that and increase the frequency in which we're posting culture content so it gets visibility. So we did that pre-event. Um, during the event, was very much relying on X or Twitter, um, whatever you want to call it these days. I, I guess it is. Yeah. <laughs> but getting on on X and and taking advantage of the hashtag, which was real rock stars, being a part of the conversation. So yes, the workday corporate channel was on X, responding to people, but so was I. So I'm saying like, hey, like if you're interested in having a brighter workday, like check out our career site. Um, capitalizing on that on our own personal channel to say driving to the career site again, like no real rock stars here, but we do have some pretty good work mates. like check out our career site to join us. Um, and then driving to um, paid media campaigns, of course, on social media, leveraging some of that real rock star copy was a win. It, again, nothing crazy. We didn't create new creative for it, but taking advantage of that. But as a result, um, we actually saw a pretty significant uptick specifically on social media. So we saw a 45% increase in impressions um, following the Super Bowl. So that month after was pretty major. Um, and then the month after that, so March following in the Super Bowl, 37% increase in impressions. The, um, the engagement rate on social media was up 234%, which I always like caution, you know, using that over 100% uh, mark. But the fact that we were able to exponentially drive better engagement across our social channels. Um, was a huge win. And when I say that, that boost in engagement, I am talking about our talent brand and marketing posts only. So I remove the the corporate marketing engagement rates from that because I really want to see how our, our content is performing during that time frame. And of course, the corporate marketing's content is going to be um, seeing a boost in engagement. So that was no shocker there. But being able to recognize that we saw an increase as well was like, okay, there was an appetite for culture content. People wanted to know what it was like to work at Workday. Um, and so that was just from a social media perspective. But uh, for the career site, we did do some efforts to drive people to the career site and capitalize on the discussion about Workday in the space. And the um, the day after the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, excuse me, was actually the highest career site traffic day in that month. So we did see a pretty substantial spike um, on that day following the Super Bowl. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that that was the pretty pretty big win. And then we compared that to the Sunday prior just to see, like, what what do weekends look like for career site traffic? And again, with my over 100% metrics, but there was a 500% increase in traffic compared to the Sunday prior. So people, it was, this wasn't like a normal Sunday. You could see the spike. You could see the spike follow the Monday following. Um, in terms of applicants, we're still working on like uh, finalizing our source tracking end to end here. So I don't want to necessarily say we had any attribution from 
application to um, as a result of the Workday commercial. But the fact that people were looking at at what it was like to work at Workday as a result of that was was a huge win. Um, and just getting the visibility for Workday as a as a as a workplace. The awareness piece is is part of the puzzle, isn't it? You know, it's why I like to kind of it's the it's the foundation of the pyramid instead of a funnel. I like to talk about pyramid instead of funnel. Um, but you know that's important, you know. So if it's just if it's doing that, and you know giving you the peaks that you've got, then then it's it's great to see that something that is a big investment in a supervisor is is being leveraged into something that actually could bring bring back a you know a big um, a big return. Think about that the touch points, right? The amount of touch points it takes before someone converts. It it differs from a corporate marketing perspective compared to you know, a candidate perspective, but knowing that you're getting people that are in all parts of their journey with Workday, like there are people who probably know of Workday, our products, maybe they're big into golf and they've seen some of our sports marketing initiatives and now the Super Bowl commercial. This might've been their sixth or seventh touch point and they're ready to convert to an applicant. Or this could have been their first touch point where it was like, I've never heard of Workday. Um, I, I, I think that that's rare often, but I, I found that it, because I like my career has been in the TA space, I am partial to understanding who Workday is, what Workday is before coming on board. So there very well are people who are learning for learning about Workday for the first time. So, you know, you're getting people at all parts of their journey as part of that Super Bowl commercial exposure. Brilliant. Yeah. I think, you know, I think if, it was, if it was too focused on, well, okay, we need to get applications from this. And I think it would look very different in terms of how you, and he leveraged it. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, in the next few months with people joining when they talk about that ad. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a good enough ad for sure that, you know, I, you know, it's, say it's, it doesn't get, um, it doesn't get out of date. You know, it's, um, it, it ages pretty well and it's, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it really is. We'll have to watch, watch, um, do a watch through together, I think, <laughs> right, at the, right at the end. And have a, have a little chuckle. I wish I could share the the bloopers. We were able to see some of the bloopers internally of, uh-huh. of some of the cameos, and they are they are hilarious. Um, so it was it was really great to see those. But even like uh, from an employee engagement standpoint, employees are still very much ambassadors of the company. You need to continue to engage them uh, to drive retention, to drive a strong employer brand, and. It really did boost employee engagement. Like I think it reinvigorated people to be excited to be at, at work day. And we're like, wow, we're doing fun stuff. Um, so anecdotally, that was something that came out of it. And I should have looked uh, at our referral traffic data. I'd be curious if there was like an uptick in referrals. Um, I'll get back to you on that and see if I could find any information on that. You're giving the opportunity for employees at work day to go, yeah, I work for them. You know, yeah, yeah, it's my company. There's definitely a strong element of pride in this. It's, I mean, certainly in in the US, where you know, I don't think I can, us in England can underestimate, you know, the the occasion that Super Bowl, you know, is probably what is probably what the FA Cup used to be um, in in England about well in the 1980s. You know, it's it's lost its edge, unfortunately. Although it's still you know iconic competition, but um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's, it's, it's great. You leveraged it for sure. So we touched on some of this already, but what kind of tips would you give somebody who's, you know, you know, they're in their team and, you know, they're either employer branding, employer marketing, talent marketing function, it, you know, various names, can't it? But what, 
what tips should you give them when it comes to, I suppose, making sure that their function is, is seen as more business critical than we all know it is? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that something that you'll come across a lot in talent branding and, um, you know, I don't want to say fail, Chris, because I think fail is a, a strong word, but talent branders and uh, talent marketers employ your brand professionals are storytellers by trade. We tell the story of what it's like to work at a company. And I think a lot of us fail or forget to do that internally and really have that storytelling element of showcasing our value. So you can go to, the, yeah, I mean, you can go to the corporate market team and say, marketing team and say, I, I, I talk your talk. I get marketing. And they're like, okay, so what? Like, I don't need, then I don't need to work with you. You know, I, you're, you're attracting a different audience audiences than we are. Like we'd have no need to work together. And there's that storytelling piece of, do we have data that we can share showcasing the value of what we're doing? And, you know, you can go the route of like people are business and not having the right people in seats as a business imperative, of course. And that is revenue driving or revenue loss. If you don't have the, the right talent in seats, you can go that route. But what you can also do is look at things like web traffic data. And this is like a big, big assumption. I know a lot of talent marketers still struggle to get visibility and access to data, um, the data that they need. So I say this with that caveat, but looking at the data, hey, I see that we're, we have 10% of your 10% of the workday.com traffic is the result of career site traffic. People are going to learn more about the company. There's an overlap there. Hey, I noticed that our blog, our workday life blog is driving traffic to the .com site. Let's look at that. I noticed that there's been a 10% increase month over month on the traffic that's coming in from our blog to your website. We're providing value to you. So let's work together when you're looking at these marketing campaigns and find the opportunities to connect the dots. And that is something that we're doing um, right now. So for the sake of example, we're partnering with the corporate communications team, which is now partnering with employee communications, which is now partnering with us, which is now partnering with social media, who's, who's part of corporate communications. But we now have an editorial calendar that we're building out that has all of our campaigns. And so I can see what the corporate marketing team is doing. I can say, hey, you're talking about this new product update. You're doing a blog on it. I'd like to connect the dots and follow up and do a day in the life of a software engineer on that product team because we're hiring for that team. So it's looking at the ways to come to the table with, again, that storytelling element, Chris, and saying, I have value, but showing the why. Um, one other piece that I have done is I'll, I'll come to the table or meeting with the corporate marketing team with mock-ups or samples of what I envision our partnership looking like. So for example, I'll, you know, I'll come to the table. We're talking about the corporate, uh, the Super Bowl commercial and the Rockstar campaign. I might come to the table with mock-ups of what I think a talent marketing advertisement would look like on LinkedIn. That is an extension of, of using the creative from that ad, the Super Bowl commercial. So looking at like, how do I leverage that rock star copy? How do I create a talent branding advertisement creative that looks like it's in alignment with the rock star campaign? But coming with mock-ups and examples and showing like, I know I, I get what you're doing and I want to, I want to park. Um, but that, that storytelling piece, I just can't emphasize that enough. Um, a lot of us come to the table and say like, hey, this is what we're doing and I'm a marketer and I get it. And that's kind of it. And it's like, but give them more, give them more. You're, you're encroaching on their territory. You have to provide the value, but get them excited to work with you. 
don't don't leave, give them the expectation that you're going to be a, a thorn in your in their side because you're not. Um, we're we're all partners, and ultimately the goal is to make an impact for your company and for us. That's workday. So very true. And it's, you know, it's, it can be seen as just you know, look at the B two B, B two C, you know, marketing team, corporate marketing team, and venue, all lots of organizations and. They think, you know, a meeting in the diary is just another thing to do. It's an ad- addition to the do list and then twice as much off that meeting. You know, I, I really like what you say about, about, you know, what, not necessarily about giving them extra work to do, but using their, using their knowledge to then turn that into benefit that goes back to them. I think that's, that's just really, really nice. And story, the storytelling with data, I think is a really interesting one, actually. And um, maybe that's the topic I have to revisit on 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 the podcast because i think you're absolutely right that how we selling the value of this sector is like highly highly important i always go on about uh, gallup state of the global workplace report and the eight trillion dollars in lost productivity from disengaged employees and when you take that right down to the very kind of beginning the very grounds that actually that that means that you know there are people who are basically those local organizations losing money day in day out um but what you say is great for sure and there's this element that talent marketers bring to the table when partnering with corporate marketing that i think often gets lost from a b2b perspective and that's that humanization um it's you know you are b2b but you're selling to a human yeah. Invoke that emotion, invoke that excitement. Um, and sometimes, it, you know, as a marketer in general, you get lost in like the the flashy, the exciting, the content, the, the copy. And what, what we get excited about isn't necessarily what the consumer, whether that be, you know, a decision maker or a candidate is, is uh, looking at and what's going to resonate with them. So, you know, we, a lot of us have that fear. I, I say a lot of us, I shouldn't generalize, but I know I used to have a fear of not feeling like I could bring something to the table when it came to partnering with corporate marketing, but there's so much that we do on the talent marketing side that just, um, that we can shed light on to, to better strengthen the partnership with corporate marketing. And they, they have some things that they can learn from us too. hundred Yeah. You, oh God, you're absolutely right. And I think that, yeah, that kind of attitude is great because that's maybe one of the many things that's going to help make sure that, you know, this is seen as more business critical for sure. Thanks very much, Ashley. So, yeah. Great to chat with you. Um, and um, yeah, I guess we've got to share the rest of that ad. So, so let's roll it now. Hey, corporate types, will you stop calling each other rock stars? You're a rock star. You are a rock star. Rock stars, please. You know what it takes to be a rock star? I've trashed hotel rooms in 43 countries. I was on the road since I was 16. I've done my share of best things. Also, your share of Legends. We know that using Workday for finance and HR makes you great at your job. That don't make you a rock star. Oh, Ted in finance, you're a rock star. Hey, Liz in HR, can you do this? Unless you were with an actual rock star. You are a rock star. Thank you. Who's the new guy? Hi, I'm Oswald. Hello, Oswald. Give it up for Pam. Pam, you are a rock star. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> the timing as well is brilliant. I love it. So oh, good. Yeah. Although That's there sick. probably is a Liz in HR who can rip it on the guitar like that. Uh, you'd be. We have musicians at Workday. That's a, a Slack 
we're a club uh, that gets together. So we got we got a couple rock stars. True rock stars, yeah. That's great. Uh, yeah, brilliant. I can just, as you say, the outtakes must, you know, I bet they were brilliant. So, um, yeah, just imagine. Well, thanks very much. Yeah, it's great to chat with you. Um, I think good to get a bit of rock into the, um, into the podcast as well. So you have a good rest of the day. And yeah, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me, Chris.